Hello and welcome to The View from the Ninian. We're back, a two-week break. Sorry about that, life gets in the way sometimes. We're looking forward to the Leeds game on Saturday and reflecting on that 2-1 loss to Brentford yesterday. I'm Scott Salter and I'm joined by Joel Bennett and Ben Price. Enjoy. Well, I'm joined this week by Ben Price. How are you, Ben? Not bad, mate. Perfect. And also joined as well by Hoel Benny Bennett. How are you, Hoel? Yeah, not bad, not bad. How are you, boys? You right? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Obviously, we're coming off a loss. The first of uh, Neil Harris's uh, reign as Cardiff City manager. Uh, that 2-1 loss to Brentford last night. Ben, what were your initial reactions to that game? Frustration more than anything. It was... Um... Yeah, just annoying just watching that performance. It took 60 minutes for us to get going. Um, the last couple of games, we've started each half slowly. But um, yeah, the Brentford game, when you've got a player like that and um, that's just tearing us to shreds, there was just, it was obvious what was going to happen. And just the, for whatever reasons, the players just don't react when coming out of the tunnel at half time. Yeah, I felt, it felt in many ways to me, and this isn't a reflection on Neil Harris at all, but. It felt like we all the progress we've made in the last few games since he's come in had just disappeared, Benny, and we kind of back to it felt like a performance that we were given under Warnock in those kind of frustrating starts of the season. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know much about the game to be honest. Um, I had the result flashed on my phone uh, when I was at work last night, so I just kind of shrugged my shoulders. Like, well, you know, first first loss in five games, you can't really sniff at that in the in the, in the Harris, but. Um, for what I can understand reading about it today, they were pretty poor, to be fair. Um, and they've, you know, some some uh, news outlets have uh, <laughs> rightly slammed a couple of players. But um, I'm sure we'll come on to that in a bit. But it, it does feel like a bit of a step back. But at the same time, on the Leeds on Saturday, isn't it? I can't wait for Leeds. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll come on to Leeds. Yeah. Know, ben, what were the... You know, what are the talking points for you? Where do you think Cardiff lost this game? It was a few places. Um, down the right, really, was where the issue was. Uh, ben Rama tore Peltier to shreds. Peltier didn't have a bad game. He was just he just had no cover. Um, either Mendes or uh, Hoyler or Murphy, when he came on, just offered him no protection. Everything was coming down that right-hand side. Peltier, two men on him at some times and just couldn't keep up. Um, it really, really was frustrating that, that just I don't know why, but the defensive work rate from those wing, the wingers just, uh, last night just wasn't there. Um, I Peltier can't wait for Gavin White to be back. Oh, definitely. Um, I think on current form, White walks back in over Mendes or Murphy. I know Mendes has scored a couple of goals, but he's had a shocker the last two games. Um, first touch just hasn't been there. Uh, defensive work rate hasn't been there. The final ball, even other than two goals, his final ball's been a bit iffy at times. It's um, it's a worrying time. He sort of seems to have, like a lot of the other players, I don't know if it's fatigue or what. They've taken a step back since. I know um, Neil Harris has been working hard on the training field to try and raise the fitness levels up, but at the moment, I think it's having the opposite effect. Um, we're starting very slowly. We're finishing the game a bit slow as well. It's um. Yeah, there's been a lot of good work done in Neil Harris. Let's not forget that. I'm not slamming him for what he's done. Yeah. We've got to get these players fitter. But, but what's happened? What's happened there then? 
like fitness two seasons ago and in the Premier League to an extent was okay. So, so what happened? Like, what, why are we so unfit all of a sudden? I just don't get it. I think it's like a lot of things. The standard wasn't there for the boys yeah. uh, and Warnock in the preseason. Um, it's. I think it's just down to that. Yeah. I don't know I mean, if it's a comfort thing or I really don't know or is it just Neil Harris has got a far, far, uh, far higher standard of fitness you look at the Millwall team that he had they didn't stop running no true they, they worked and worked and worked for the full 90 minutes and probably could have done another 90 minutes after that um, they were fit lads that's how they were so successful that's how they almost missed out on the playoff only missed out on the playoffs but it feels like I mean we can criticise Warnock or his coaching staff for you know, maybe the standards not being high, or oh no, it's, um, a, it's on the players, isn't it? Yeah, it's on the why, players. Surely those players have to be looking at themselves, and you know, fitness levels. It's on the players as much as it's on the coaches. You look at every player there now knows what we expect, especially when you see someone like Tomlin working his bollocks off, dropping two stone, and really looking to make that step up. For other players, not to. I'm not saying putting that effort and drop two stone, but uh, try not to reach your peak fitness. Um, it's a worry. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And I say it's impacting the game. And, and Benny, it's been a theme at quite a bit this season, hasn't it? Like Ben said, of of not starting well, being slow out of the traps. And we, we've been fairly fortunate in that we've been able to turn around quite a few games in the last half an hour or so. But you make it difficult for yourselves, don't you, when you when you start so badly? Yeah, you're on the back foot straight away, and you. I mean, like, I don't know how many times this season it's either been first twenty minutes or the first five ten minutes after uh, after half time. We, we always just seem to be just coming out, going, yeah, all right, we got a bollock in, just let's get on with it. But it, it's frustrating, and that I think that that is definitely down to the players' mindset. That is definitely down to um, focus from the players' point of view, and. Whether they're just not taking anything on board or not, I, I just I don't know. But they just come out, and there's just there's some games you come out and you see the the first ten minutes, and they just don't even know the races. You just you don't even know what they're doing, um, and they they grow into the game then. Um, but as soon as you go that goal down, we're always chasing it, and somehow we managed to well push our luck in a lot of ways and and get a few good results, but. Um, I'm not taking anything from Harris because he's, he's had a great start, you know, good win at Forest, good, you know, and, and uh, Barnsley and, and Stoke. But then, you know, yeah, what can you say? It's, it's 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 frustrating when we don't come out and start like we mean to go on, you know. I think to look on the positive side of it, there's definitely been improvements. Um, every performance has got better. I think last night was a bit of a step back. It was probably the first step back. Um, but there's a clear game plan. I can see what Neil Harris is trying to do, and it's not going to happen. There's going to be bumps in the road. I think we all said this when it was when he was appointed. Um, I think even he said it. It's it's an evolution or revolution. There's going to be bumps in the road. It's not going to be plain sailing. If anyone's expecting us to go till Christmas unbeaten, uh, they were going to be living in cuckoo land. We're coming up against some tough sides now in the next couple of weeks, um, and this is really going to show the metal of the players. Um, there's a couple of team selection things that I've got a question, but also there's, he knows the players better than anyone else. He knows what he's doing, but I think it's a part. I think overall, if you take last night out of the equation, it's been a positive start. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and way better than anyone probably could have predicted. Oh, miles better than I was, I was expecting. I was expecting a really slow few weeks. I was expecting possibly still be looking for the first win. Because let's be um, honest, none of us, what barely any Cardiff fans wanted Neil Harris as manager. You know, we ran a poll when he was being linked, and I think it was less than ten percent said that they wanted him as as manager. So, you know, I think he, he's won a lot of fans over very quickly. Um, he's, you know, there's been a bounce that that you know many were hoping for and hoping to see post Warnock, and like I said, Ben, it, it's an evolution, not a, a revolution, and there will be bumps in the road. It's, you know, a tough division. It, it's we're going to slip up at times, and you know, Brentford are a good team. Let's not, you know, let's not forget that they got some very good players, and you know, their their first goal scored by Mbwemo was was very much made by. Uh, Side Ben Rama, wasn't it, who just, just waltzed through uh, the Cardiff midfield and, and defence and incredible play. Had, had an incredible game, didn't he, Ben? He did. He was fantastic. Um, but it was also, from our sort of side, you're looking at it, it was simple mistakes that we shouldn't be making that, on the plus side, are, I think are easy to eradicate. I think once the player gets comfortable and is on a bit of form, they don't make those mistakes. I think Mendes gives the ball away for the first goal horrendously. Just a stupid pass that sort of uh, gave Ben Rama just the run through. Um, for um, Is it Moembo? Mbwemo, something like that, yeah. Mbwemo, yeah. For him to just tuck it in on the cutback. Um, yeah, it's um, these simple mistakes. Even as far as stuff like Etheridge, Etheridge used to be good at catching the ball. The last couple of games, he's not flapped, but he sort of parried them away and batted he's them. Very, into a lot place. less convincing, hasn't he? Mm. It's just the ball's not going. When you when if you're going to tip the ball away, you do stuff like what De Gea's fantastic at, tipping it around the post, or tipping it over the bar, or just batting it away from the danger areas. Etheridge, a couple of times, especially last night, um, was sort of knocking the ball into sort of wit the exact area you don't want it. And if they had a player there, we could have been punished a lot more. Um, it's just it's just those simple things, I think. It takes a new manager a few weeks to get across. But I think... I'm feeling optimistic, boys. I really am with how it's gone so far. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But... I, think, I think you'd have to be a ridiculously negative person to not be pleased with how it's gone, really. And, you know... Footy Kings, if you tweet me about this, I'm going to kill you, right? <laughs> <laughs> You are negative Ben after all, mate. <laughs> I mean, when I was watching that Ben Rama and just, you know, running the show really, I I couldn't help thinking, but Cardiff are crying out for a, a player like that. You know, Lee Tomlin is, is the closest thing and he technically, you know, he's a, a brilliant, he's a magician on the ball, but he doesn't have that, that pace to run with the ball as as like Ben Rama did here. And that's really lacking, I think, in in Cardiff's attack at the moment. and That should be what Murphy's doing. Murphy, that should yeah. be. Murphy's yeah. Spot on, Ben. Spot Murphy's on. Murphy's capable of that. Murphy has the ability to be that player for us. But for whatever reason, he just doesn't seem to do it. There is bags of potential in Murphy. There's a reason we paid 11 million quid for him, and it's not just the reason that the, the head scout got sacked today. Um He's a talented, talented young player. He's quick. He's when he's got the ball and he runs with it, he can take players on. Um, he's got a wicked shot on him. He has the potential to be our Ben Rama, but he just—it's—is it a confidence thing? Is it an attention span thing? I really don't know. Is it that he just doesn't want to be at the club anymore? 
Does he think he should be playing Premier League? Um, I really don't know, but he's we lucky need to be playing and Championship on his current Christ, form. He was bad last night. I mean, shockingly bad. There was people on Twitter calling for a sub to be subbed, <laughs> and I would not have been against it. He had a bad game. Like, if Bakuna played the way um, Murphy played last night, like people would be lynching him. Yeah. There'd be mobs out to get him in the streets. Honestly, he was. There was a simple two-yard pass to play the ball to Pack at one stage, um, and he managed to play it about eight yards the wrong way. Honestly, it was just a shocker. And what is it, do you think, Benny? Because, like Ben said, he's got all the talent. And, and to be fair, you look at his twin brother Jacob Murphy as well. The two of them should be among the championship's best wingers, but neither of them are particularly, you know setting the league on fire let alone playing particularly well so maybe there's a mentality problem in the Murphy family uh, 100% I think he just looks disinterested all the time and all you got to do is look back to every time he, when he did play at the Warlock in the Prem last season how many times they substitute a fullback because they couldn't cope with it they, they, the fullback had been booked and they, they brought someone else off and then obviously um Murphy ran out of steam. He should be doing that in the championship. I think he's disinterested. I think Ben. Yeah, I think he got a couple of players in the Premier League sent off. Um, um, just trickery and going at people. I think Isaac Hayden in the first home game against Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. But there's uh, definitely a few fullbacks. Remember, um, Mankio for Newcastle went off at half time. Fulham. Fulham. Uh, what's his name? Oh, what was his the, uh, Arsenal lad? It was Jefferson? Chambers. Chambers. Yeah, yeah he gave Chambers a torrid time. There's yeah. about four or five throughout, or maybe a couple more throughout the season. Like I said, torrid first half, on yellow card, got subbed at half time, but we're just not seeing it. And No, we're you know. not. And it's frustrating, Scott, because we, like Ben said, we know he can do it. We can see what he can do with the ball. It's that. You can either you know, get past the man and just drive into the box, or he'll cut inside and he'll smash one in. But obviously that's come... He's tried that so many times this season that they've just telegraphed it every single time. His confidence, I don't think it's his confidence. I just think he's disinterested. I'd, I'd get shot in January. I'd take as much money as you can and get shot. Get yeah, another one. I, I don't think anyone's going to take him. Um, no. I really don't. I don't see... There's no appeal for a player like that. He's going to be on a decent wage. Cardiff are going to want six, seven million for him. I don't see him going anywhere. Yeah, I, I think really the only don't. option would be a loan, which we'd probably be playing half of his wages anyway, and then you weigh it up and say, is that actually worth it? It's not, no. Um, I think for the money you're going to pay, you're going to have to pay a bit fair whack to get him out. If you need to replace him, you need to get him out of the club on permanent. And that's not going to happen at the moment. Um, I think he's just been handed too much too soon. He's a young lad. He's on a big contract. Got a big fee. And I honestly thought when he got that first goal um, this season, I know it was a bit of a scuff, not an amazing goal. But I thought, right, he's going to go on a run here. He's got that confidence about him. That he was trying. And it's just, even that stopped. I just, I, I don't know. Is he a lost cause? I really don't want to say he is. Because but... I forget as well, he was obviously very, very close to both Bobby Reed and Greg Cunningham, who, you know, no longer, both of them out on loan as well. So, you know, maybe well, that's football. If that's the case, that's yeah. football. He needs to grow up and get out, get over it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's mm. not earning his. If he want, if he thinks he should play, be playing for someone like Fulham, and playing that sort of thing and earn it, because he ain't getting in that Fulham team at the moment. No, no. Well, it took Bobby Reed months, didn't it? So. Well, Bobby, Bobby Reed's still not broken through. 
No, he, he scored the other day, didn't he? But that, that that was it, really. That's all he's done. He's just sit, sitting on the bench, same sort of situation as the Premier League. Mm. Um, but it's... Um, yeah, enough about... I don't want to talk about him. There's enough to <laughs> about him. Obviously, Murphy came on for, for Junior Hull, who went off injured. I've not seen anything today, I, I might have missed it, of what the injury to Hoylet was or, or how long it's looking he's out. Have either of you seen anything? It was an ankle injury and I doubt he'd be fit for Saturday against Leeds. That's the question, doesn't it, of, you know, that's Hoylet's been our most informed and consistently informed winger, particularly since Gavin White has, has gone out injured and, you know, Mendes Lang, has, like Ben said, has scored a couple of goals, Benny, but has been really inconsistent, hasn't he? And, you know, mm. it's a lot to rely on him, I think. Yeah, it is, but Harris loves him, doesn't he? Because Harris tried signing him for Millwall before he came to us. So I think Harris is just going to persist with Mendes Lang um, and he's going to have that the typical winger's performance of one good game, three bad ones. I, I think that's what we, we're always going to expect out of Mendes Lang. He might get two back-to-back, but realistically, wingers are very hot and cold, aren't they? they, they, they all, they're always... You know, they've always got that flamboyance about them where they can get up the wing, and it all relies on their confidence. If Mendes Lang's confidence in the, in the gutter, it's never going to happen for him. And that's, I think, the same as Murphy. Um, but it is a lot to ask for Mendes Lang. If it's Mendes Lang and Murphy against Leeds, we are going to get absolutely tonked. I, <laughs> I, I, I worry about that because um, obviously Ben was saying earlier that Mendes Lang wasn't tracking back and helping pelts out. and Going back to that, Pelt has been one of our standout players under Harris. He's been absolutely superb the last couple of months. So I, I thought some people were slamming him on Wales Online forums today, and I was I thought that's a bit harsh. Um, but if he hasn't got the protection, you can't do it. Mendes Lang does go to sleep like that, as does um, well Murphy, Hoyler. Hoyler, to be fair, is a bit more defensive. But it's going to be a tough old time if, if we don't track back if our players don't track back against Leeds, we're in for a, a torrid afternoon, I think. Yeah. So, and Ben, what do you make of, of the striker situation at present? Obviously, Glatzel's still out injured. And I think actually Glatzel could work quite well in a, in a Harris system. The strikers are getting a, a, certainly a bit more to, to feed off. And Danny Ward obviously uh, scored a few goals, came back in in the starting lineup today. But Gary Martin really impressed when he came off the bench, didn't he? And, you know, some have said that, that did change the game for us. Gary Meadie against uh, Brentford was fantastic. Um, he's the re- he brought Tomlin back into it. Um, yeah, he was class. He just needs a goal. Um, just all the games he's played, he's not exactly been poor. I think Barnsley is probably his worst performance, and that's because they marked him at the game and did a job on him. Yeah. But I thought for a bloke that was on his way out and sort of just even by his own admission was He's looking forward buried, to leave. wasn't he? Yeah, but he was looking yeah. for, he, I think, was it Paul that saw him at the service station was like, I hope it works for your card. It's just not going to happen, mate. Um, yeah, for a player like that, just absolutely brilliant. Um, not just his performances, but like the mentality of the bloke to come in and sort of give it his all he's worked he's worked hard you can see the match fitness isn't quite there especially the first few games but he works bloody hard he gives defenders a hard time and then for Danny Ward to come off the pit come off the bench after 70 odd minutes it's not a bad combination um he just needs a goal he was so unlucky with the offside against Barnsley 
Um, I think everyone was ready to do a pitch invasion when uh, <laughs> that went in. I was gutted when I saw that flag raised. It was a bit like Eddie Johnson, wouldn't it? But, um, it would have been, I think, if if, he'd, if I'd been ruled onside. But that Eddie Johnson yeah. is still one of the ones that I remember more than more than anything. Purely for I've never Don't felt a stadium yeah. shake like that. It was insane. <laughs> they scored no goal in the same match, didn't he? No, the, the Doncaster was his first goal. Derby put Derby, he scored, yeah, and then he put one in the old net yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, what a guy, Eddie Johnson. Eddie Johnson. <laughs> and Benny, what are you making of the the kind of defensive situation at the moment? Because you know, still not where we'd want to be defensively. Aidan Flint has has received a lot of criticism, in, including on this podcast, and justified it, I think, as well. But the last couple of games, he's he's done well, and you know, obviously, did really well against Barnsley. Was was better than he has been again against Brentford. Sean Morrison on the bench. Sol Bamba. Harris said still isn't fit enough, but you know, isn't really getting a look in. What do you make of the situation? Mm, where do I start? Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Pelts I reckon obviously we've got a good lad in Pelts we know what to expect from him it's a good solid 6 if not 7 every game for his determination let's go on the other flank Joe Bennett absolute waste of space I'd honestly <laughs> rather select nobody in that position and they give that that empty pocket of space would give more in the game than Joe Bennett he is absolutely shite at the moment is drew my head in. He's got no competition to push him at the moment. He's got no drive, no ambition. He is just lackluster going forward and poor, piss poor coming back. It literally, he is winding me up something chronic. Flint, I think, I'd rather Morrison have a go back in with now with Nelson now. As much as Flint has come good and and uh, um, and Harris, I, I think it's time for Morrison to come back in now because I, I think he organises much better than Flint does. Um, I think Nelson will learn a lot more from Morrison. I think he's just waiting for the time to bring Morrison back in. I think Flint's got to be dropped now. I, I do. I think Nelson's done enough to cement his place in the side as um, not a young, but an up, somebody who's up and coming in the team and people, the, the, the other players are looking, thinking a lot of him. If you've um, the last two games, mate, I disagree. Do you? Um, I think Nelson's been shaky. I think mm. he's not. I think if you're going on, like the last two games, I think Flint's been the better centre back out of the two. Um, I'm not saying Flint's been amazing, but I thought he was good against Barnsley, actually. But I think Nelson's, I don't know what's going on with him. He's looking poor, poor passing. Um, yeah, I, I've not rated Nelson the last two games. That's a shame, man. Because I, I quite like Nelson. I, oh, I, I, rate, I, I like him. Like before that, when he first came into the squad, I thought he's absolutely class. But he's gone off the boil the last couple of games. And I think if you were looking to bring Morrison in at this moment, Nelson goes before Flint does if you're going on performance. Tactics are probably another thing, but on performance spaces, um, yeah, it's Nelson, not Flint. But then we got... Sorry, go on, Scott. No, go on, mate. I was going to say, but then we got a turn in circle over cement truck again. Yeah, I'm saying on form, not on tactics. Yeah, I mean, and everyone's going about Bamba. I, I, I think, I, I hate to say it because I love him, but I, we're not going to see the same Bamba after that injury. We're not. I think I, don't think, I think yeah. Bamba will be gone in January. Every, th- a lot of people say that. My old man said that to me as well. I, I, I think don't know. Warnock will, will get a job in, in January and he'll, he'll take Sol with him. 
which would be disappointing. But is he going to get in the team? I don't know. I don't know on current form. Do you think the Nelson thing, Ben, you, you said maybe he's not being himself, is being, um, his passing's been poor. Do you think with Bennett playing so poorly and, um, and you know, Etheridge hasn't been great and Flint next to him as well has been been better the last two games but has been overall a bit shaky. Do you think Nelson's got that in his head that he's, you know, overcompensating to try and cover these, these players and, and anticipate what might go wrong? I don't know. I think it might be a case of just a bit too much football. He's not played a lot this season until he came into the squad and that since then he's played every minute. It's a lot of football. He's living a new way under a new manager, a new league. I think it's all just sort of catching up with him a bit. There's a lot of fitness work going on. It's, I don't think it's, like I said, I don't think it's, saying poor is probably harsh. I think he's just looking tired. Um, and I think there's a few players there. I think Bennett needs, needs a rest. Um, so I, I, I've, he has been poor last few, yeah, he's been poor all season. Yeah. Let's not, there were a couple of glimmers, I think. Um, was it the Stoke game? I thought he was much better. In the second half, yeah. Yeah, but I think he just needs... Like, dropping him, I don't think is the right way to put it, but I think he needs a rest just because he's played... The last three seasons, really, he's played a lot of football. We've not really had anyone in the left-back position to offer us cover. So he's well, not just Cunningham paid. last year. Yeah, Cunningham last year. 18, what is Cunningham made? 18, 18 appearances over... 40 games? It's not a yeah, lot. It's not, because yeah. Warnock was always going to pick Joe Bennett, though, wasn't he? Well, I, think, I, do, I don't know I why think, he signed Cunningham. I really don't. I think it was to uh, possibly replace Bennett if an offer came in. Yeah. But, well, I mean, but early just, on, Cunningham got his chance, didn't he? He played in a few games and didn't do great. And then kind of Bennett came back in and, and cemented his... Maybe about eight, ten games into the season onwards, it was all Bennett, wasn't it? You, you, you really yeah. saw Cunningham. And he, Bennett, Bennett deserved to be in the team as well. Let's not yeah, make any mistakes about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, same, same with the promotion season. Bennett in his place. Hundred percent. But I think he's he must play close to seventy games in what a season. Well, he's probably played close to a hundred games in a two seat two and a half seasons. That's a lot of football without a real rest. There's a lot of stuff going on in his personal life as well that's been catching up with him. I think it's just a few players now. It's not the end of the road for him. But I think we need to get someone. If Jazz Richards is getting fit and he's ready to go, I think there's no harm in sticking him in. Maybe not against Leeds, I think that might be a bit too big of a jump, but looking at him in the weeks to come and sort of saying, go on, have a little run at left-back. Kieran Brown as well. He's not good enough as a left-back. He's not quick enough for this league. He's going to make a great centre-back, whether it's at Cardiff or somewhere else. He's going to be one of those players, if we let him go, like Semi Ajayi, we're going to regret letting go. But He's he's been so good, Semi Ajayi, this season. Oh, it's so frustrating. Oh, it's unbelievable seeing all these players go on to better things because our youth system rejected them. It, oh, honest to God, it <laughs> drives me mad. Yeah, it does. Oh. Well, before we go on to um, the Leeds game, I know we, we've spoken about Neil Harris's uh, range so far, a few games in. Ben, if you had to give a, a rating, uh, you know, A, B, C, how, what would you give him so far? I didn't give him a B plus. Yeah. I think I've been impressed. Look, it's, there's other issues more than just performance on the pitch. There's a lot of work to go on that club. Um, it seems like they were making the right step with the scouting, with the rec- with the youth academy. It all seems very, very positive. I'll tell you what, I was surprised um, we even had a scout to, to sack. It doesn't seem like we've used I, him I in recent years. I know, it's obvious we've had a scout to sack. It's just he hasn't done a lot with it. 
Um, he's, 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 had, he's had a couple of jollies to France and hope for the best. Yeah. Um, but no, I think he's done well. I really there's a couple of bits here and there, but I think he's made it. I think most of his substitutions have come off. Um, I think he's got the tactics and setup right for a lot of it. We were just beaten by a better team on uh, last night, and now I've got no complaints. B plus, I think is well deserved. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. I don't think you can. There's a single area or a single game that I would question Neil Harris in. I think the moments where we've been poor and you know, like last night against Brentford, is the players letting him down with a lack of effort, a lack of concentration, and. You know, there's only so much you can do as a manager about that type of thing, isn't there? And it's encouraging more than anything, Ben, isn't it? Everything that we've seen, and and Ben mentioned there the off the pitch changes that we've seen as well. Obviously, Leggy's left his academy role. He's got some new staff in. The scouts left today, so there are changes being made, and it's kind of looking like we're trying to take a step forward. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think I I, I like. Everyone else, I, I wasn't a big fan of Harris coming here. I thought, oh, here we go again. But to be fair to him, I can't fault him. Um, I, I, like echoing Ben's B plus, he's he's moving the club in the right direction. I, I'm not sure if uh, Harris anything, had anything to do with Leggy leaving. To be fair, I think that was a club decision. Um, but I think he's trying to bring in the youth that he uh, the youth system that he wants to try and incorporate into the club, which he obviously had at Millwall, um, and used to, to some success to be fair um it's definitely a move in the right direction and i think the club has listened to um appeals from fans about youth system and stuff like that on on radio phone-ins and, and online and stuff like that because this, this podcast it, i think benny they must be yeah listening. well yeah mate listen i mean they've got to think we haven't had anything. Or oh, they must have looked at Swansea and gone, hmm, we're missing a trick. Uh, I, I, I think it's more of that sort of thing. Of looking yeah. At, looking at the bank balance and going, how can we top this up? Yeah. Got a farm by here, lads. Let's let's start using it instead yeah. of it for free. Yeah, maybe. I, I I do think there was a lot of fan discontent the fact that we haven't had anyone come through realistically since, well, Aaron Ramsey, Declan John to an extent, but he didn't do much, did he? But, you know, I think we've got to focus on that youth academy. We've got to try and get that status um, and, and start getting a little production line going ourselves because it's it's been poor. But and I'm not, I think it's moves in the right direction. And I'm really happy with Aris. Have you boys checking. listened to um, the Alice James football <clears throat> yeah, yeah. the other week with Gabs was talking about um, City are about making their cat look into... Um, Developed the academy into a category one academy. Yeah, um, it was really interesting to hear when uh, Gab sort of took over as caretaker manager. Um, he sort of suggested that's not where they were going with the academy. They were looking, to, if anything, to close the academy down and just. Jesus Christ! And sort of, you see the change in focus now. I think it's um, it can only be positive. I think the board are definitely learning as they go with each appointment, which each season you see more and more the understanding about the football yeah. side of the club while running a business as well. Um, so again, that's, it's just, yeah, I, I don't think the club's in a bad place. Look, we're four points off third. I think that's crazy. Everyone's raving about the start that full like the season that Fulham are having, how well they're doing to be third with West Brom and Leeds running away with it. But we're four points off that. That's easy to make up over Christmas if we hit the ground running and things start clicking, which I don't think they're too far away. 
Absolutely. Yeah. We, could, we could be starting 2020 in third place. But that's, yeah, not really. yeah. that, that, that's not unrealistic, which is crazy yeah. to think. Yeah. And, yeah. and Leeds will crash and burn at some point. You know that's going to happen. Like, you know it, kills, it kills me to say it, mate, but I'm looking at them and I don't think they are. West, mate, West Brom are higher, much, much better than them. I think West, 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 I, I think West Brom won the league, but I don't think, I cannot see Leeds not finishing top two, uh, second this year. I think there, there's something about them this year. There is, I don't know. They've got the feel about them that, that I've don't, I've not had. I've always thought the same as you are Leeds. They can start falling apart any day now. Um, but no, nah, I think this is their year. I think it's going to be a dark year for football fans. Leeds are getting promoted. <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool win the Premier League. And you yeah. say that. <laughs> uh, well, boys, Leeds, like we said, they're up next. And, you know, Marcelo Bielsa, their, their manager, one of the most colourful uh, managers in, in world football. And in many ways, couldn't be further from Neil Harris, could he, in terms of his, his experience, style of play, and, 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 and charismatic, you know, the, the type of character of the years but none of us like Leeds but Ben it, it is fun having Bielsa in the championship isn't it uh, yeah uh, Ben or Benny whoever wants to answer really go on Benny you go for it mate I've spoke a lot tonight um, I, I quite like Bielsa to be honest um, it's hard not to I, I think he speaks a lot of sense I think he's um, he, he gets those sides so well oiled uh, to the point where they, 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 they just tick as a bloody machine, but then obviously he works them so hard, that machine just starts smoking and they fall apart. He's always had that reputation, but he, he does play some really good football, and um, it's going to be a tough old ask on Saturday, um, but it's great to have him in the championship. Uh, the Leeds are lucky to have him. They really are. And ben, you know, we, we talk about them challenging towards the top. You said you think they'll they'll do it this year, but... If Cardiff are going to get a, a result here, and it's away from home, it's at Ellen Road, which you know we've we've had a decent record away at Ellen Road, but away in the Championship this year, we've we've not had the best record. What does Neil Harris need to do to to get something out of this game? Build from the back and hit him on the counter. I think that's the only way to play against Leeds. They will just batter you and batter you and keep going. We need to be solid, completely rock solid at the back, which we've struggled with this season. Um, there's players on that pitch that will exploit any sort of weakness and will nick a goal. They've got goals from all over the pitch. They're a really, really good, strong side with a strong, with a good depth now. Um, it used to be a case of if they lost a few players, they'd be in trouble. But um, now they sort of seem to have a nice balance on the bench. They've got enough to come off. I think when you've got players like Patrick Bamford not exactly starting week in, week out, and still getting a few goals you've got to be on it you've got to be playing well and hope not sort of hope they have an off day but sort of make them have an off day yeah you look um, at their last three games three games eight goals and zero goals conceded it's an incredible record isn't it Benny and you know free free scoring and like Ben said we need to concentrate on shutting them out before doing anything else really yeah we do um, I, I'd like to see a sacrifice somebody and just have another centre half at the back to be perfectly honest who sacrificed the wings because they're not functioning properly um, maybe bring Morrison for that he won't do it I don't think um, but you, Ben's absolutely right we've got to be solid I think 
it is going to be a case of us hoofing it on Saturday. Um, we and it's going to be back to the good old days of shit hours and a one 0 win. I think, this, I, but I can see us doing it. Um, and I think so long as we keep those wingers quiet and we we so we're tight at the back and we get in their faces in midfield. I think we'll be all right. But if we play too much of a high pressing game, they'll they'll rip us apart. Because you've you've seen that a few times this season. And you look well. You mentioned there about maybe going through at the back. We, we'll come on to some a couple of questions in a minute. But one of them is is relevant to that, so we might as well do it now. And you and James asked uh, with the inconsistency of of the wingers, which obviously we spoke about earlier, the form of Tomlin and the the fans' hopes to to maybe have two up front. You know, with Medina Ward and Glatzel. Can you see Harris perhaps going for a wingless formation, like a four-one-two-one-two with you know four-four-two diamond, or maybe a three at the back with wing backs? Ben, first of all, can you see that? Secondly, if you can see that happening, do you think Leeds is the game to do it? No, um, he's not. The, Harris isn't the manager to play with wing backs. We haven't got the players to play with wing backs at the moment and Leeds are not the team to do that with. You need some players that wide to stop their wing men, wingers and full-backs getting forward. Um, you pack the centre of the park, you can get fucking ripped to shreds. You need to be doubling up on those wings, really, don't exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just um, that's not the right sort of thing, sort of formation. We need the wide players. Look, the way we play, the way sort of Harris wants to play with a big guy and sort of those sort of players, even someone like Danny Ward is good in here. You need those players getting out wide. We need the players sit sort of on the touchline, sort of getting the chalk on their boots and the old sort of old-fashioned winger. Um, this narrow formation, uh, while it looks good on Football Manager, it's something I've actually used on Football Manager in the past. Um, in real life, you're just going to get turned over with that. I think yeah. most importantly, like you said, Cardiff don't have the players for that, particularly in the fullback. If you're playing that type of system, you need... Very, very, very good fullbacks. I'm not saying our fullbacks aren't very good, but Lee Pelty is really our only, or definitely our strongest choice at, at right back, and there's no way he could play a wing back. No. No, he's not. Um, to me, I, do you remember a few years, uh, well, a couple of years about the promotion season? We had a Dama Tri- was it a Dama Tri- for Barrera come down, and Warnock did an absolute job on him. Yeah. yeah. Um, he played Triore and Bennett on the left. And on the right then he had, I think it was, was it Manga or Peltier? But whoever the winger was, they weren't pushing forward at all. But that doubling up on the left wing absolutely nullified Traore that day. And that's that's something I think we'd have to look at doing on Saturday. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't be opposed to Patterson playing on the right wing just to add that that doubling up. I've been waiting to say that. Um, Yeah. On lead for the Leeds game, if if um, Hoylet's not fit, Patterson is the guy I'd have well, starting on the even right. It, even if Hoylet is fit, I'd have Hoylet on the left and and Patterson on the right. I think. Yeah, I agree because uh, Hoylet tracks tracks back and Patterson will give Peltier a little bit more support. Plus, we've got that extra um, uh, extra extra option of hitting the wing with um, a diag to, to Patterson as well, who can always win him. So, I think it's a good shout. Yeah, in fact. He brought um, Will Vokes on recently on the wing, didn't he, to see out a game? I don't think he came on the wing. I think he um, someone went out wide, but he was playing sort of. If they played in a three, I think he played the wide of the three. 
Um, okay. Vox, is, he's someone we sort of haven't mentioned, actually, and Pack as well. Pack's goal against Brentford was an absolute thunder bastard. Absolutely lashed that. It was a great goal. Have you seen that yeah. video where the, with someone in the crowd just goes, Norman, oh, Norman. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah, Pack's done well, hasn't he? he? He's kind of refound that that kind of steady rhythm that, that he showed in his first couple of games and also in that injury and, and the size inconsistency. Um, kind of threw him off a little bit, but he's he's done well lately, hasn't he? He has, and Volks as well. When he's come on, he's impressed. Um, broke up play, a couple of clever little passes. Nothing too fancy, nothing too flash just yet. But um, I think he's I think he's very unlucky that Joe Rawls is getting back fit as Bakuna's looking like he's sort of got a bit of a niggling injury. Um, just because I don't, uh, I don't, I think when Rawls is fit, he's going he's going straight back into that squad, which is a bit of a shame. But um, I'd like to. I think Volks, has, like I said earlier on the season, he hasn't. He had, didn't earn the place at that time, but he will play a part later this season. You might even see. Um, you know, it, we're heading into a really busy schedule, aren't we? You know, the Christmas, New Year schedule is notoriously hectic, and players will have to to be rested. And maybe this is a game. You know, away at Leeds, who are you know top two at the moment, one of the, the division's best best sides of of resting Lee Tomlin and. And go in with a, a more you know flat three like uh, like Warnock did in that promotion season and having Rawls, uh, Pack and, and Volks for this game just you know a bit more bit more solid Volks and, and Rawls can get forward a bit and it gives Tomlin a rest to refresh for maybe some more winnable games. Yeah, um, I don't know, and this isn't one of my usual things with Bakuna, but because uh, he's been all right the last couple of games, but. If he hobbled off against who was it, Barnsley? Yeah, he hobbled off against Barnsley. Could could hardly get his football boot on. Why the hell did he play against uh, Brentford when he had Volks ready to come in? I, I don't understand that. I think I it was that, it was an imp. Uh, from what um, they said afterwards, it wasn't so much a muscle injury; it was an impact injury. Right. Sort of one of those ones that you know you sort of get the whack and you're done. But it's yeah. not going to be one of those ones, you're a bit of ice in it and a bit of DP and you're all right to go the next next game. Um, yeah, he clearly wasn't fit enough to play at Brentford. And that's he, what I mean, Ben. Why, why he, didn't, he was quiet. He didn't have his usual performance where he's all over the pitch and you've got to sort of reel him back in a bit. He was sort of, didn't do a lot of movement. He, Yeah, it was, I don't know. I think if Riles was more fit, Riles was started against uh, Brentford, but with Leeds coming up as well. I think um, Joe Rawls comes in for Pacuna on Saturday. And elsewhere, Benny, who for you starts up front in this one? After Medine impressed uh, when he came on and done okay recently, does he come in or, or do you think Danny Ward keeps his place for this one? No, Medine comes back in. He calls how When we signed him, Leeds was his debut game. It wasn't was. It? it was. And there were a lot of people who were saying he's done a good job there. He, he's he was bad. He was kicked around the park. He won some important headers. He, he was doing really well up there. Um, I say Medine to start again, and Danny Ward to come on to change it up if need be, or go in a uh, flat two up front because I'm I'm still excited to see that just to see what will happen. Um, I'd rather not do it when we're chasing the game one 0 down or something, but you know. Um, it's very likely going to be three 0 up at the end. Oh, I'll stick Danny Ward on, see if he can get wet. But um, I, I don't see Gary Medine start. I, I think you are right with Glatzel coming in, getting back to near near to fitness. I think Glatzel will suit this type of system. Um, but for now, you stick Medine, yeah, Medine in, yeah. But um, 
let's see what happens, isn't it? Yeah, ben, I'm just going through the uh, the lead squad. I was going to ask you who's who's kind of the danger man, but you go through the squad and some of the players they've got is really good, aren't they? You know? It takes the piss, doesn't it? It really does take the piss. Kiko Casilla in goal, who's obviously an ex-Real Madrid keeper. Champions League winner. You've got Hernandez, who seems to be getting better as he gets older. Yeah. Barry Hell Douglas Costa. was excellent for, for Wolves in their promotion year, wasn't he? And He was. Helder Costa, how he's not playing in the Premier League, I don't know. Calvin Phillips and you know, Welsh boy Tyler Roberts, uh, Patrick Bamford and Eddie and Keita has been impressing as well on loan, hasn't he? From is it from Arsenal? I think he's on loan. Yeah, isn't he's he? at Arsenal. Yeah, Alioski, absolute shit of a bloke, but someone if he played for City, you'd love. Yeah. Um, Some yeah, really, it's... really impressive players in there, and you know, this is one of the few games that that you look and and weigh up the two squads, and you think Cardiff are, are really up against it here. I'd be buzzing with the point, absolutely buzzing. If we shit us to nil nil and frustrated them for. Uh, 90 minutes I'd be buzzing I'd be so happy well it wouldn't wouldn't be the first time if we do get a result that a Cardiff team have uh, derailed a, a high flying Leeds team would it no no it wouldn't love you Scott Yen love you <laughs> perfect well both let's leave it there for tonight Benny I know you've got to get to, to work keeping our, our streets safe <laughs> people. but before I go what is your score prediction for Saturday's game away at Leeds. Benny, we'll start with you. 1-0 Cardiff. Oh, I love it. You, Ben? I was feeling positive saying 0-0, to be honest. Christ. <laughs> um, I'll go for a one all draw. Oh, now I'm going to look really negative because I was going to go a 2-1 loss. I just, I just don't think... I think well, last time, so, last time someone predicted a two-one loss, I think was it we um, won the next game. So, well, yeah, hopefully. I just think Leeds are in such good good form at the moment, and you know, we're we're doing okay under Neil Harris, but maybe this one's come too soon in our our resurgence, and I think we'll we'll get caught out. But it's not the end of the world. Leeds are a good team, and it feels like a bit of a free hit, though, doesn't it? Yeah, in many ways, I think it does. you look at how we played against. Brentford. I don't think many City fans are going into this expecting three points. Um, if we can get something out of it, it seems like a bit of a bonus, especially at sort of this stage of the season. Um, yeah, I just, knowing City, it's the sort of game we might end up winning two nil. It's, it's the sort of game where stuff suddenly ticks, isn't it? Uh, sort of clicks all together. So yeah, they won't be relishing no. playing us, boys. They no, hate they're not playing looking us. Forward, they yeah, hate it. They do. We're a bit of a um, bogey team for them, aren't we? We are, yeah, and I'm also going to put this out there as well. One nil, Murphy to score. Oh, that wouldn't be bad. What was it? Was it Willow Flood against Leeds all those years ago? Oh my God, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a proper flashback. Well, boys, let's call it a day there, and uh, here's hoping we can we can pick up at least a point on the weekend against Leeds. And, and thanks for joining us. Cheers, right, boys. Cheers, Have a good one. See you soon. <laughs>